Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're chatting about accountability. If you're a content creator or a small business owner, you have to be a self-starter and be accountable to yourself. If you're struggling with accountability or want new ways to hold yourself accountable, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one of your favorite pieces of advice you've ever received? Do you have one? I think I do. I I have two. So the very first one I heard was like at my very first internship, um, or wait, second internship. My It was my second internship. It was my first corporate internship at Boeing. And I was doing an informational interview and the woman I was interviewing her piece of advice for me for like career advice, she said that like, no matter what I'm working towards, like in my career is just to communicate it with your friends, family, your community around you. She told me she was like, hey, like, if you just keep them in the loop, it's like so much easier to progress, like to the next step to the next step, because people know what direction you're heading towards. She was like, people don't have to agree with like what you want to do with your life. But like, just keeping them in the loop, is helpful. And I will say, I think that's been like pretty like critical in my kind of step of my career. Like I, I mentioned this in like previous podcast episodes, like after my first quarter in grad school, so winter 2018, I knew that I wanted to like shift career directions, like not become an aerospace executive. I wanted to eventually take Emma's edition full-time. And I started communicating it literally winter 2018. And I didn't end up taking full-time until I got laid off in the end of summer 2020, right? So two years, my friends and family knew that like, this was going to be my path someday. And like the layoff was just happened to be the push off point when I decided to do that. Um, But yeah, that's been like such great, advice. And as I'm, again, in kind of a transition period, I'm communicating with friends and family, like, here's where I am. Here's what I'm working on. Here's my high level goals. Um, Just as a heads up, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to be the one actually doing it, but I'm just giving you a heads up. But this is what I'm going, like what what I'm I'm working towards. Yeah. Look at, well, uh, I wish we would have ended with that one because that's like a perfect segue. Oh, it's okay. Into this, I'm going to like completely backtrack. (laughs) Mine is, um, I feel like one of my friends, Hallie, like gave me this really great advice. I don't remember exactly what she said, but like really just about like focusing like on and making sure that like like what you're doing is making you happy and like not focusing so much about what everyone else around you thinks because if you're so worried about everyone else around you being happy you will never be happy and like their happiness is their responsibility as RuPaul says what other people think of me is none of my business which I love that so I think that's great that's like a few different pieces of advice but that's something that I try to remind myself of often perfect so before we jump into the different tips to how to hold yourself accountable we want to first discuss what does it actually mean to hold yourself accountable? So I feel like everyone hears this, right? Like accountability, accountability. So we just like kind of want to break it down for you guys. So holding yourself accountable means that you're able to manage and balance your task, duties, and expectations with work, life, side hustle, teammates, your work group, you know, whoever you surround yourself with. 
For creators, holding yourself accountable with your side hustle or full-time creative career could look like submitting content for approval for a brand campaign on time. It can also look like shooting for a campaign, completing tasks like your email newsletters or posting TikTok videos or posting on other channels like YouTube, your blog, your podcast on a regular schedule or cadence. And why is it important to hold yourself accountable? Because especially as an influencer or content creator, it allows you to prioritize the things that you do, your tasks, and overall goals because you also understand why you're working on the things that you're working on. And implementing accountability strategies can really help you lay out your work process and complete them. So tip number one, you guys, if you're looking for new ways to help hold yourself accountable, we recommend writing down your goals and your to-do list. Some studies show that you're 42% more likely to achieve things if you write them down. So whether you want to use a spreadsheet, a paper list, your planner, or any other software, creating a list or just jotting things down can help you plan your day. And when you see your things to do or your tasks that need to be completed before the end of the week laid out, you can prioritize them. So for me, um, I use a combination of Google Calendar and then my planner. So Google Calendar, I'll like put dates on there just so I see see it out on the month view. And then day to day, you guys, I write down just a handful of priorities that like I want to get done for the day. Um, I don't always get through all of them, but I think at least for me, it's like, okay, like I can move that to the next day or I can actually work on that on Thursday because I have more free time. But for me, I have always been a big like list writer, like a list, you know, I always have to write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just so much so much more helpful to like take it out of my head and like put on paper oh I'm the same I'm like if I don't put it down somewhere and I forget it I'm going to drive myself nuts trying to remember what exactly it was that I was trying to think of also 10 out of 10 recommend Google tasks yeah um that I I use Gmail too um and Google tasks has been so helpful for me because I literally especially in my nine to five like being able to literally just like check off tasks as I go and different things that I'm working on is so valuable and like really just being able to like know what I'm working on it's also just so satisfying for sure when you check something off and you're like all right I'm done so that actually Mm -hmm. is kind of (laughs) relevant to tip number two too which is to keep your goals in a place that you revisit often so for me I'm looking at gmail all the time so google tasks is perfect for me it just shows up right in the task board it also shows up in your gmail calendar too which is really cool so some things to think about do you look at your planner every day do you look at your journal every day do you look at again your google calendar like places that you're going to revisit often are going to be great places to put these goals and to do so that you can refer back to them and remind yourself of them. Even if you have like a bulletin board in your room Mm -hmm. or like a whiteboard and you just write in big letters like, I don't know, I want to make $100,000 this year. Like that can be, be. exactly. Mm -hmm. That can be a really great way to reframe, reset and just remind yourself of your goals. Um, I know this is probably like a funny one, but I publish my annual goals every year on Emma's edition. And for me, since like I'm posting content pretty consistently, it's like still on my blog. I'm like on my blog, on my website, right? At least a few times a week. And like, it's funny because like this week I was like, what were my, wait, what were my goals again? I was like, I think I know what I'm working towards. And I revisited it and I was like, okay, I'm still like on track. But like even putting it like on your blog, I feel like that's a great way to like help 
hold yourself accountable. Yeah. It's like I'm pu- I published these goals. So no one's actually like asking me, if, you know, what my progress is. But like for me, it's like like a, a way I can. I was like, I published it and I am on my blog often and I can always revisit it. Like, you know, if I'm looking high level, like what, you know, why I'm working towards the things I'm working on. So tip number three, you guys, is to set small goals to build up your momentum and your confidence. So here's just a quick example. You might set a goal to create one Instagram story a week, then work your way up to create one Instagram story three times a week. It's important to set those small goals because those short-term goals can help you achieve those long-term goals. I think one mistake people make when they're first starting out a small business or a side hustle or just like starting something new is sometimes they set, not that like a goal's too big, right? But it's to the point where it's discouraging. And so I think it's really important to like allow yourself to be set, allow to like set yourself up for success yeah. so that you can feel confident and you can start building your momentum as a creator. Um, especially so like, I feel like I give a lot of examples for like brand new creators, but if you're an established creator, maybe you're a daisy or you're a sunflower. And for the first time, like you are venturing out and you have decided that you're going to create your own product line or your own merch line, maybe like for that first month where you're like, okay, my goal this year is to launch like my own merch line, my own merch line. So this month, all I'm going to be focused on is like reading and researching the different companies that help can help me do that. And like, that's a small goal, right? Like you're not saying I'm going to launch a merch line in one month. You're just saying, here's my goal for the year. And then now I'm going to set these smaller goals so I can work up to that. And I think those like daily to do lists even can really help with that too. Cause it's just like that small action of like checking one or two things off. Even if like, I'm not even joking, guys, even if like your to do list, like your daily to do list has brush your teeth, shower, or something like that, like those little things like can really make you feel accomplished. And just like checking it off and be like, I am taking care of myself. I'm doing these things. And then kind of slowly moving on to the bigger and better goals for your business can really help build your confidence and know that like, hey, I am doing things. Things take time to develop and grow. Nobody like no like pro soccer player like David Beckham didn't just walk out on the field and was a pro one day. Like it took yeah. a lot of time and practice. And so being able to reward yourself for those small wins because they are such a key part of your long-term growth. So I think that's super important. It's it really is the little things and just like taking it like slowly. Yeah, for sure. And then tip number four is to set long-term goals to help you set your direction and purpose. So this can be great for when we're talking about, right, setting small goals to start. You can have a big goal of, I want to make X amount of money this year, and then set those smaller goals to help you get to that bigger one, where the bigger goal isn't just looming over you constantly. It's saying, I would love to get here, but like, what are the little things I'm going to do to get there? So the bigger goal can help you set the smaller goals. So the long-term goal might be to one day replace your corporate salary with your side hustle salary. It might be to create an engaged community around skincare, house plans fashion, table tennis, whatever. Your long-term goal might also be to travel to all seven continents and document and share your travels. There's a ton of different things that might be a good focus for you. And 
it's just like all about having that big goal and turning it into little digestible things that you can do on a daily basis. Yeah. So like my tip around this, right, is that if if you're still a brand new or newish creator, picking like one or two long term goals, I think will help you clarify and set your direction and your purpose. If you have too many long term goals, then you have then that like multiplies the amount of small goals you have to create. But like, for example, right, if you, you're you an aspiring travel content creator and your long-term goal is to travel to all, all seven continents, for you, like year one might be to just travel to like one continent you haven't been yet. You want to go to South America. Okay, so like what then like you can like break it down. Okay, so Q1, I'm going to figure out which countries in South America I want to go to. I'm going to do research. I'm going to look at blogs. I'm going to watch YouTube videos. Okay, Q2, I'm going to pick the dates and I'm actually going to pick like the exact cities I want to go to. And then I'm going to connect with other creators who've been there and get there. You know what I'm saying? Like once you set that overarching goal, it becomes easier to like say, okay, I'm going to, this is how I'm going to break it down step by step. Okay, you guys, so tip number five is to focus on one task at a time versus multitasking. Studies show that you're actually more productive completing one task at a time versus switching your focus back and forth on a range of other tasks. And this is actually called context switching. It actually takes like more time for your brain to be like, oh, I'm looking over here. Oh, now I'm looking over there. Oh, wait, what was I doing? It, It literally like takes more time and energy for your brain to like switch things back and forth and actually just like focus on one thing at a time because focusing on one task at a time helps conserve energy and actually improves your productivity. This also can help you rebuild and strengthen your focus. Plus single tasking can help you decrease your stress. You actually get to cross things off your to-do list because one task at a time is easier to track and evaluate how far you completed that task. Yeah, I think that's so important too because it's like thinking about like, I always think about like, oh, I want to be super healthy and fit. Like I want to be able to like run the amount that Emma does every morning. Like that would be awesome. But like if I just go and do that now... I'm going to fail miserably and it's going to be really depressing. Like I'm not going to want to go out there and run what five miles a day. How much did I did you? four today. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. See, no, that is, <laughs> if I tried to do that right now, I would, I, I pant walking up a set of stairs, you guys, it is not good. Um, but doing things like that, like, it's really intimidating when you look at the bigger, larger goal and you're multitasking to get there. You're just like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm also going to like check my like phone and like post on Instagram and like do all this stuff. And like, there can be some things that you can do while multitasking, but it's really, it can be really stressful to try to balance all that. So if you take it in little bite-sized chunks and you're just like, today I'm going to go on a 10 minute walk. Yeah. And then every day you're outside and you're like, well, I'm outside anyway. I might as well go on like a 30 minute run yeah and then slowly you work it up from there so it's you know it's it's baby steps yeah and I think one like real life example I think creators and influencers face with multitasking is switching platforms back and forth I, oh my gosh you guys I will be on Instagram and then I'll switch to TikTok and then I'll get on Pinterest and I'm like what am I doing I'm actually like not being productive I have yeah. spent 30 minutes just going from one platform to the next, like not actually like completing a task. And like, so I'm trying to be more 
intentional about that. I feel like I always have such a strong start in the mornings because in the mornings, you know, after I complete my morning routine, I post on Instagram, I engage, and then I'll, I'll, you know, answer emails or whatever that may be. But again, like throughout the day, I will, I'll literally just like switch back and forth. And then I'm like, wait, what was I doing? Oh, I was looking at TikTok trends. Okay. Back to TikTok. It's like, okay, I just need to even, you know, right. As an experienced creator, I'm like, okay, I need to like block out these times where I'm just focused on one platform at a time. So I'm not getting distracted and I don't get off task and I can just spend time on this platform intentionally. Yes, their intention is key, I think. And then tip number six is to be honest about how you spend your time and how much time you actually have during the day. So doing the 168 hours exercise can help you see how much time you spend eating, sleeping, working, commuting, chores, etc. Um, we've talked about this exercise before. It's basically just taking, you know, 24 hours in a day times seven days a week, really recognizing how many hours you actually have a day. If you take out eight hours a day for sleeping, there's like not as much left as you would think, especially if you're working eight hour work days yeah. or, you know, like if you just start to segment it out like that. So that exercise can be really valuable and understanding how much time you have can help you avoid overcommitting to things. If you realize, oh, I actually really only do have like three or four hours of free time after all of that. Do you really want to fill that free time with doing stuff or do you really want to fill it with like you know, doing like, do you want to fill one hour maybe with relaxing mm -hmm. or like how like can you allocate and how can you say no and set boundaries? Yeah. And I think like a big, I think sometimes people miss this. A big part about being accountable is just being intentional with your time overall. Right. And so when you actually recognize how much quote unquote free time you have at the end of each day or during the day or the week or the month, then you're better able to set what those small goals look like, right? And you can evaluate whether or not like one or two long-term goals make sense for you, but you have to get honest about how much time you actually have. Because if you're raising kids, if you're taking three classes a quarter, like you're not going to have like a ton of, of free time, not, you know, and so, and that's okay, but it's just like, okay, so then how are we going to be intentional with the time that we have? So tip number seven, you guys, if you're looking for ways to be more accountable, we recommend bringing on an accountability buddy who hears and understands your goals and can help you achieve them. So if there is another influencer or content creator you consistently talk to or work with, see if they're being open to being your accountability partner. It helps if you have a friend who understands the industry you're in. I think that's like one thing that's been yeah really important, like being a creator and influencer in this space. It's like, of course, I could talk to Brandon, my husband, or, you know, one of my best friends, but like, they're not content creators and influencers. Yeah. Like, sometimes I bring things up and they're like, wait, I don't understand like why, you know, this is something you're working on, or this is an issue. We actually like brought this up last night. Brandon was like, your platforms are great. I was like, okay, no, I appreciate that. But like, <laughs> I have to work on things like these are things I ha and he literally was like I don't even see that like yeah. what are you talking about and I was like that's it's the same with Sam yeah. he's like no everything's going great and I'm like yes <laughs> but like there's different things that we need to pay attention to for sure and so with that accountability buddy you get to share your wins no matter how big or small they are you get to talk through challenges you might be encountering you get a second opinion for things I feel like that's like 
really important. Like sometimes yeah. it's great to check in and say, hey, am I crazy for yeah. <laughs> thinking this? Like, what do you think of this content idea? Or, you know, you also like get to chat through, hey, like I'm thinking about like potentially launching a course. Like, what do you think about this? Like, it's just like so much easier when you have a friend or friends yeah. who who get what you're trying to do. And it helps keep you motivated. Too, for sure, which for I think sure. is super important. Also, we didn't use the acro- it's accountability buddy. I know. I think accountability I, I just buddy. Like, <laughs> realize that <laughs> it's my favorite. It's an accountability buddy. But <laughs> I feel like I don't know. That term is just really fun. But I feel like it could also be confusing if you haven't spelled it out before. I know. I was gonna say. Well, I, as I was saying it, I was like, I should have just written that out. But accountability buddy. <laughs> Emma's my accountability buddy. Woo woo. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you guys can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creatives Podcast. Make sure that you guys sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group. And we will see you guys next time.